Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Connect. Thank you for tuning in with us this Sunday. We have a pretty spicy topic this week, and it's going to be low-quality men. I think it's pretty relatable. We've all dealt with our fair share of low-quality men, right? I'm Paige. Yes, Paige. Uh, I've definitely had my fair share of low-quality men. <laughs> Some of these things might be a little bruised from this discussion, but I'm Alana. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in this week to Girl Connect. We are going to be discussing how to identify a low-quality man. So with that said, Madison. Hello, you all. My name is Madison, and I just want to take the time to thank you so much for going on this transition with us to um, Apple and being on Spotify as well as Google. Um, we will be tapping into some really deep topics within the next few months and pushing some great content. Um, I have definitely had my fair share with low-quality men, and a lot of times I feel as though you all, my friends and I will pick out a low-quality man because he doesn't have any money. And I just feel as though that narrative is tired. The narrative is very, very tired. And even sometimes a low-quality man could be somebody who is an abuser, someone who hits women. And I just feel as though, like, you know, beyond the high quality, there's a lot of low quality things that I have hyper focused on to kind of view out a uh, high quality man. What about you all? I think that a low value man runs like up and down the spectrum. You know, we got your cheaters, your your liars, like a guy that's lazy, maybe courting you, or he's un he's just unconfident in himself. And like the worst is like when you see a low value man that's like criticizing men and women. I'm like. That's just not giving at all. Agreed. I, for me, like number one thing with a low quality man is emotional intelligence because you can have a bag, you know, you can be very nice. You can court me in all the right ways. But I think once you really get serious with somebody, you start to realize like, do they have that emotional intelligence? Like if I'm upset about something and I'm not like letting you know I'm upset because it's not a huge deal, I don't want to cause an argument. Do you have enough emotional intelligence to kind of you know, read where I am, perceive that and treat me accordingly. So for me, I think definitely number one, emotional intelligence is so important because a lot of guys just don't have that. It's honestly kind of a turnoff. <laughs> kind of. It is a turnoff to see a guy that just does not have that emotional intelligence to pick up on, you know, just how to treat a woman in general. Uh, I love being around men that just make you feel good on the inside and understood and they're reliable. They have a good attitude, loyal, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yes. for sure. I think for me, I, like I was saying, I was so hyper-focused on uh, like a high quality man, you know, being all these things, but low quality was just like the very surface level superficial things. And to me, a low quality man is also someone who has very minimum to low to low intelligence like I need a man to be able to pick my brain I want us to have deep intellectual conversations when we are together and I feel as though sometimes you know even if a guy has like the bag I overlook those things that I actually truly want because he is able to give me a b c and d but that's just not how it should be you know yeah there was this guy one time that I was seeing and he had all the traits that I was looking for in a guy but he wouldn't pick my brain. I'm like, this is going nowhere. I couldn't bond with him on that level because I felt like he wasn't taking that initiative to get to know me on a, a personal level, which I feel like a lot of women or even men could have probably struggled with. Agreed. I definitely have struggled with that. I mean, just even up to right now, like there was definitely a guy that I, I like and, you know, just as of like, it just took too long, like for him to like ask me like, 
what you know what I'm feeling what I want what I what I want out of life it's like when you finally ask that I'm like is this a joke like (laughs) like Mm -hmm. is this a joke like did you even like me the last like two months if it took you two months to ask me these deep questions about me but then that's on me because it's like why'd you keep hanging out with a guy who never asked you you know deep intellectual questions about yourself but sometimes that goes back to their ego and I think that's like thing number two for me when it comes down to a low quality man like I don't like a man whose ego is huge and bigger than mine. Like, I'm not, like, you can't, you know, like, minimize me to magnify yourself. And I do think a lot of men, um, especially with pretty women, sometimes they don't like to feel second fiddle to their girl. And that's just totally, like, low quality, in my opinion. Yeah, Yeah, definitely had that fair share with, um, you know, a past lover. Uh, His ego was through the roof. He's, he was definitely um, an example of a low value man. He was just out of touch with himself. So it made him, it was very hard for him to understand how to treat a woman because he didn't even know how to treat himself. He was just very lost and confused, I felt. So he definitely had those traits of a low value man. Yeah, I have a story. I will say like, you know, now that I'm trying to focus on myself and I've just kind of tried to like, you know, steer away from me, just hyper-focusing on guys and, you know, putting them first. I've been on like this like little journey of just trying to really focus on me and what I have going on. And I think for me this year, I have been able to really look at some things that I never looked at in the past. And there was a guy that I was talking to that had all the great qualities, but he didn't have this financial means that I was kind of looking for because I had a very superficial mindset. And so I'm pushing him away you know, for months, 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 we're not really talking. I'm just like, whatever, like I'm getting annoyed. And I kind of got involved with someone who had a lot of money, but I did not like him at all guys. Like no, no chemistry, you know, not attracted to him at all, but he had what I was looking for. And I feel like some of my friends were just kind of putting some negative narratives in my head. Like you need to make sure like you get the bag or like chase the bag, whatever, whatever. And I kind of got caught up in that. And so, you know, when I was talking to this individual, we ended up going on a trip. And when we went on this trip, I was like, you know, being wine and dine, he was taking me to dinners and it was just like the whole nine. And so one day we went to the store, um, the Louis Vuitton store in Vegas. And I was just like looking around, kind of wanting to figure out like what I wanted and what looked good. And I found this beautiful bag and he paid for it. And, you know, just within that, I was just like, oh my goodness, like, this is, this is fun. Like, you know, even though I didn't really like him and I actually was kind of yearning towards going back to the guy I was talking to previously, I was like, well, the guy can't give me a bag. This guy can't give me this wallet, like whatever, you know? And so after the fact, um, I'll kind of dive into, dive into the story a little bit more deeper. Um, that night I saw my friend, which is hello, you Paige. Um, I was with Paige and she saw me when we walked out of the store and she's like, Oh girl, like, you know, I like your back. And I was like, thank you. And that night, um, I ended up going out with a few friends and come to find out, I guess, you know, even though I thought he was high quality, high value, did all this stuff for me. I think that sometimes men look for things in return when they do something for you. And when you don't give it to them, they don't know how to handle it. And I feel as though out of the pure intentions of your heart, you should be doing something that's kind and, you know, like giving me a gift. You shouldn't take that back from me. So we're all, we're all out and I get back to the hotel and something just didn't seem right. Like I had this gut feeling in my stomach, you guys, like something did not feel right. So I walk in the hotel and I couldn't get in my, I couldn't, I couldn't get into the room. Key would not work. I'm like, oh, like what is going on? I'm knocking the door. Like, hello, hello, hello. Door is not opening. No one's there. 
And so I go down to the kiosk, like, you know, the kiosk, you know, front desk. And I'm like, hi, like, I can't get into my room. Like, something's wrong. Mind you, it's like four o'clock in the morning. I had lost my wallet. Like, it was just a mess. And we get to the room and I still can't get in. So I'm like, okay, like, can you all let me in my room? The lady at the front desk is like, no, you're not an authorized user. Like, under the, like, your name's not underneath the hotel card. So you can't get in. I'm like, what? So I'm like calling this person like over and over and over again, not answering. Eventually, I showed the lady that I had confirmation from like a flight that had this person's email on it. And next thing you know, it's like, okay, you can go into your room now, whatever. I go into the room. My bag is gone. I'm upset. I'm like, what? Like, how is it that I thought you were treating me right, doing all these things? And yet, boom, like you just took my bag from me. Like, I can't, like, I can't believe this. But in that moment, I realized that just because I thought he was so high value for having all these attributes, he truly wasn't. He was very low quality because he clearly wanted something out of return out of me more than, you know, giving me a good gift out of pure intent. You know, I think that's something that a lot of women do. They put men in this box like, oh, he drives this car. He makes this much money. He has this job or he graduated from this school. Yeah, he's high value. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. He probably lacks like, you know, all those traits that you might be looking for in a man. But just because he has money doesn't make him high value. So we definitely need to exude on that and let you guys know what really makes a man high value. And money is not that source. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's easy for you to draw boundaries of what type of guys you're going to date. Like, for instance, at this point in my life, you know, I'm going to be 24 next year. I can't date a broke dude. I, I can't date a dude with no drive or no purpose. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if you are not making a crazy, insane amount of money or even more money than me, that doesn't, you know, cancel you from being somebody that I could potentially be interested in. As long as you have a goal or something that you're working toward or some type of drive or some type of purpose. But outside of that, that's just like checking the box. That's bare minimum. It's like, do you have the emotional intelligence and intellect, you know, to keep up with me? Because I feel like I'm a very emotional, um, emotionally intelligent person. Um, and then like, I don't know, guys that are overly submissive. I could be a very like an alpha woman, but I don't like a guy who's overly submissive because then I begin to play this man like role that I don't appreciate playing. Um, and then it's like, do you care about things in your life? Like anything. Like I've had my fair share of guys that I encounter who just seem not to care. They just live life on a whim. Maybe that's because they have money and they're not worried about, you know, working toward anything else. But I think that it's a lot of different things that go into, you know, what you need out of a man and what makes a man low quality for sure. It's really, really attractive when a guy has ambition and drive. Like it's such a turn on. I'm, for, I'm sure men feel the same way about women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If that's what they're looking for. But I always place myself in this box. Sometimes I feel like sometimes my girlfriends and I will sit there and we'll say, yeah, he needs to have this. He needs to have that. But then when it, when it comes down to it, I always realize the guys that I fall for are not the ones that are like financially super well off. It's never like that. Of course, they can take care of me and, you know, ways that I would like to be taken care of. But I think the way that a man treats me is so, so important. It, money is just out of the question. Like you got to have, I mean, a little bit of drive, but I think personality for me is like, it's the winner. Yeah, I will say after my experience, you know, I was kind of in like a mental, like internal battle with myself being like, but I really like this guy, but he doesn't really have a lot, but I want the guy that can give me everything. And when I realized that I had everything in that moment, well, what I thought I had everything, it was taken away from me in 2.5 seconds because I didn't give this person what he wanted. You know what I mean? You all like, I feel as though I just think that 
moving forward, I have to stick with my gut intuition. And that is if I like somebody for who they are and they are meeting like a few of my boxes, not all my boxes, because I feel like that's just kind of like out of range for my um, perfect reality of what a man should be. If he's making me feel secure within myself, if he's pushing me to be a better person, he has the drive, he's, you know, allowing me to be the best version of myself. That's all I feel as though I should be content with, if not happy and have peace with, because all the extra stuff I thought I needed, I just don't need anymore. And I, I think it was a really big wake up call for me with that experience I just kind of had in the recent weeks. Yeah, I'm glad that you noticed that. I think it's really beautiful when somebody can bring out that side of you that makes you feel good about yourself and make motivates you to be better. Like, that's what we all need to look for in a partner. And even with men, like they have like this, you know, standard, oh, like, we think they're looking for a guy, a girl that has, you know, a bigger, a bigger behind or some, you know, some jugs on her chest, you know, but that's not all that they're looking for. If that's what they're looking for, they're a little shallow. And I would consider them probably a low value man. Yeah. To me, though, low value also pertains back to money. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going 50 50 with nobody. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just not like, no, <laughs> no that's like, a turn absolutely off. not. Like, please don't ask me to go 50 50. <laughs> like, we're on our first date. You talking about splitting the check? Go, go, go on a date with a different girl. We'll I'm going to go in the, the bathroom check. and jump out the window and you're never going to see me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to ask for it. And then I'm going to dispute it with my credit card. <laughs> not dispute it with your credit card. Like, no, yeah. absolutely not. And One time also, I had a guy. Wait, sorry. One time I had a guy literally ask me for thirty for thirty dollars, and I was like, "Oh, I remember <laughs> me? that." I was like, "Excuse me, like what?" And that I was like, "You know what? Now you gotta go." And he he went. I have not talked to him since. Man, when you shared that with me, that was this man took the bag. Like, how are you claim you have all this money or you you care about me, but you will let me walk back into my hotel room and see my big body orange Louis bag gone? Like, yeah, don't gone. buy somebody like, a gift and then take it back. That's weird. Yeah, it's odd. Especially when you know it's rare. Like, I picked that out because it was rare. Not that it matters, but it's like, you know, but you know what? At least he left the wallet. Like, I still have the wallet, but still, like, it was just like a dug to my my spirit. I was like, my bag is gone, y'all. Like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> what about flaky guys? What about guys who are unreliable? What about guys who ghost and vanish? Have you guys had your fair share of that? Because I'm kind of dealing with that a little bit. Like, I don't um, know. I, I think... And I looked it up. I literally think that ghosting is a form of abuse. I know it that sounds is. very far-fetched, but I have one time, I kid you not, me and this guy was talking for like a good month. Next thing you know, poof, gone. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, what did I do? Like, I don't want to call him. I'm trying to like, you know, read blogs. Like, what should, what should you do if a guy goes through like, <laughs> not Googled it. You know, it's bad when you start Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I just was like, wow, to me, like I, I literally was, I didn't go to, I think I like literally missed class because of this. I was just like in a bad headspace. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Cause he was great to me. And next thing you know, he disappears. And I'm just like, whoa, like what? And I was kind of traumatized by that, but like, not too bad. Cause I'm like, whatever, like next. But next. let me tell you something, um, Madison. What? Let me tell you something about that. I used to do that to guys when I was younger. That's why I think it relates back to emotional um, intelligence and maturity. That's not mm -hmm. something I would do now because I have enough respect for the person that I'm like in some kind of relationship with to let them know like, hey, like, I don't think we can move forward with this. This isn't going anywhere. But I think that that's just a sign of insecurity and maybe that they're not genuine from the get go. Yeah, 100%. And I just feel like 
I think it's a sign of like a an unfaithful man who doesn't want commitment. Like you're clearly balancing more than one chick because I know guys and I'm sorry, ladies, but and maybe to my guys who are listening, you can DM us, you know, reach out and let us know if this is true or not. But there's no guy who just goes a week without talking to somebody like you're not Barack Obama, like you're not that busy. And even he probably doesn't go a week without talking to Michelle. So you're not talking to me because you're talking to somebody else. And that's always my assumption. Like when you disappear for a week, it's because you're balancing they have your options. different girls. Yeah, yeah. You're keeping your options open. And guess what? Lo and behold, to finish up, that's what happened. He had a whole other girl. And it's just like, dude, you can't play the field because I guess when he was trying to talk to me, court me, whatever, and he was feeling me, I guess I don't know if he had some weird issues going on with her. I think when he got caught up, he disappeared on me because he was like, okay, well, this is my old lady. Like, I'm not really trying to mess things up with her, but I want the new chick. And I'm just like, what, sir? So I found out maybe like three, four days later after going through like hell and back, that this man had a whole girlfriend and i think when he ghosted me he was trying to you know run rotation but you can't run rotation on me like it's just not gonna work i'm gonna find out for one or she's gonna find out and you gonna be looking stupid i think that you should also pay very close attention to how a man or a woman treats the people that are important to them or the people that are in their life and in their circle because a man and a woman that's loyal to the people around them that's important to me because that shows me that you have good character Mm mm-hmm Hundred percent, and character is very. I think character is one of the best qualities that you can really pick out within a man when you guys are first starting to talk. Like, character is everything. It's important because you're able to really pick up on their energy, what they like, what they don't like, like what you like in them, what you don't like in them. It's just like a whole broad thing. But hey, and, some people put yeah. on a front. Could be a narcissist. You never know. For sure. Have you ever had sure. an experience with a narcissist yes. at all? Any have two? I? Have Girl, I? Girl, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's a story for another day, but let's just say like we, we picking up signs of a narcissist, it can be very tricky, but you know, once you um, have had your fair share of dealing with that kind of man or woman for a good bit of time, you start to pick on, pick up on it eventually. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. And I think you're so right about character. Like, you know, when you see a guy is kind of like making you the side chick, that means he's got a thing for side chicks. Like, I mean, at this point in life, it's like, you notice characteristics and quality traits about somebody. Don't think that you're like, you know, Princess Diana and that you're oh so different. You're not. He's going to do the same thing to you as soon as you and him get into spats when you're six months or a year in, you know. So I think that it's super important to identify that that's a low quality man. You're not his first side chick. And you definitely probably won't end up being his girlfriend. And I think a lot of my friends, you know, in the past have been taken for joy rides by these guys who make them feel like they're oh so different. And this isn't something they normally do. Yeah, let me tell you something, ladies. You are special, but he is not special. (laughs) You are special. He is not. Don't ever, like, let a man make you feel, like, less than because he's treating you that way. You just have to recognize it for what it is. That's who he is, and he's not changing for anybody. Don't try to change a man. Look for qualities of a man that you're actually looking for. Don't try to change Mm -hmm. him because that's who he is. Yeah. and A lot of girls look through the looking glass and see things that are just not there. Well, my thing is my biggest issue that has been a huge issue majority of my teenage and young 20 life, even though I'm still in my young 20s, um, is I will look at a guy and if he's hot, he's hot. And I block out everything else. Like red flags don't exist. My red flags are white. Like it's bad. And I'm looking now that when I look at a guy and he's attractive, it's like, no, like beyond your physical, what's your inside like? 
Because I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. I mean not to sound superficial. People say, yeah, beauty's on the inside, but beauty can be on the outside too. And I really just feel like I'm not gonna lower myself or like lower my standards for someone who just has all the good qualities on the inside. Like, I don't want you just to look good, but I think that for me, looking good is not always the um, like. Well, first the- off, the way you look is gonna attract somebody to you. It's gonna draw them into you in the first place. You know, I could say for me personally, when it comes to looks. As mm-hmm. as I've been hurt in the past by men, I think I'm just kind of getting to a point in my life where it's like, yes, you look good, but I want to see who you are as a person before I actually start forming like these feelings for you. I, I'm glad that it's set up that way now because I'd rather it be this way than the other way around, thankfully. Yeah, for sure. I think that it's super easy to, you know, be attracted to somebody, but for me, if I come over and every time I come over, you play the game, you might only hang out with me two times. I hate guys that have no interests, like deep intellectual interests. Like if your only thing you're interested in is like football, video games and drinking, you'll never see me again. It's check <laughs> no. low quality. Low Imagine quality. how attractive it is to see a guy that actually like wants to do something with his day, you know, like go out um, on a jog or go to the lake, fishing, let's go hiking. I like to go outdoors. So that's kind of stuff that I'm into. But a man Mm -hmm. that actually has like productive things to do throughout the day besides playing video games is a huge, like it's a turn on. Yeah, I think that's important. I mean, there's times where I kind of just like, okay, well, maybe he'll change over time. And then if he's just still doing those same patterns, it's the same old, same old. He's sitting in the same place you left him at when you went to the grocery store and he gets your (laughs) hair done and your nails. Like, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not what it needs to be. And I think that a lot of times when we can realize those patterns, that's what the dating process is about. You know, figuring out what is a high quality man versus what a low quality man is. And it's gathering information as you are going on these dates. And I would hate to go to someone's house page like you were just saying and like we're always just doing the same routine like can we do something else you know that's yeah bodies or a guy who forces you for a little while like we go on two dates and then the first time i come over your house it's like now nah, that's all we can ever do like you're canceled like but listen keep courting me <laughs> some men will say like oh i'm just a homebody i don't like to go out i'm like well you have me in your life now so let's let's do things together that's yeah. not just you or you can have something at the house like you could yeah. put a candlelight dinner and you could get canvases and we could paint something or we could you know figure something so out fun. inside yeah like yeah. there's other ways to show like that you're interested by putting thought into something but i do feel like ladies it's time for us as a entire like sex to level up because so long mm-hmm. as majority of us settle it makes it harder for those of us who don't you know exactly. why should a guy feel like he has to take you know any of us out to dinner when other shawty who looks just as good outwardly and might have the same amount of emotional intelligence as we all do decides that she wants to settle you know and i feel like it sets people up and it sets these men up for these patterns of unacceptable behavior yeah and you know i think that when men are so accustomed to a certain way with a woman when the next woman comes and she's demanding that type of respect, even though he might not think it's respect, he might just be like, you're too demanding or you're too high maintenance. That's not being high maintenance. These are my, these are my standards and you either meet them or you go. Yeah. And I, for me, I have literally, you all lowered myself to the ground, the bare minimum. Like, to, I don't even know. Like it, it was bad at one point. And I'm just like, you know what? Not, not doing that again. And now my standards are high and they're going to stay high. And if a guy doesn't like him, he can go. Yeah, ladies, don't ever, ever, ever let a man make you feel like you're asking for too much. What do they say? If he thinks you're asking for too much, go settle for less. Mm Mm-hmm. Period. Agreed. Period. 
You know, I actually was at the club one time. I mean, the club's obviously not the best place to find a high value man, but I like to go out with my girlfriend sometimes. So I was at the club and this guy, we were vibing to this song together and I knew the lyrics to this rap song. And he was like, oh, okay, I see you. And then he was like, you know, you look like you're going to be my second ex-wife. And I was like, you're who? <laughs> like, what does That's that even it. mean? I literally reached out to one of my homies and I was like, what does this mean? Like, I've heard this before in the past by a guy, but I'm like, it's not correlating. I'm like, why would any man think that that's okay to say to a woman? Like, what does that mean? And he was just, it just means he ain't nothing. He's, he's no. a bad dude. It's giving red flag off the bat. And by the way, yeah. I just want to say, didn't Chris Brown say you can't, you can't find love in the club? Who says you can't find love in the club? So Alana, maybe you might find love in the club. Who knows? Yeah, you can find love. You can, maybe you can find love in the club. But I'm not the guy the who starts the conversation talking about my second ex-wife, huh? Yeah, that was so strange. I was like, okay, never talking to you again. <laughs> yeah, I just think that society plays so many, you know, different stereotypes and stuff into the reason why it's so acceptable for men to be low quality. It's like... We talk about different, you know, songs or role models or shows. And it's like you have all these men and it's desirable to be low quality. I mean, look at Future. Mm -hmm. He's their king. Right. And they like they like get on us about Meg, about idolizing Meg because Meg, what is proud of her body is body positive and also is in school. And then we have Future with like nine baby mamas and that's idolized. You know, I just think it's also like it goes into gender norms and you know, double yeah, you know what? Standards. Listen to this song, guys. There's this song called Cover Girl by Bia, B-I-A. And she's talking Bia. about, yes, she's awesome. Like that song is like literally the prime definition of she's basically not settling, you know? And she said in the song, she's like, you're acting like a future, but you say you want a Lauren. But my thing is, you guys, we, we, like, for instance, like you said, future, he'll, he'll, he can tweet one thing, pray for her or she for the streets but yet when we do something it's like all hell breaks loose like that's just i just like i'm so tired tired of seeing that but that's just kind of what i keep seeing you know on instagram or on twitter and that's and it's like the narrative's not getting any better but as you said Kay, like as women we need to really level up and up the ante that way these men don't feel like they can say such things to us and we can yes. go all right you know and this comes yeah. back down to the fact why can future get away with this somebody tell me i won't say it <laughs> Be, I've actually asked a man this once. I'm like, why do people listen? Like, why do people like him? He, I didn't want to listen to some of his music because I'm like, he's just not, a, it just didn't seem like he was a very good man. He's very like low value. He does not treat women properly. And, but he's yeah. out here because he makes music or he's popular. Like that's what makes him so great. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Don't get but... me wrong. I love Future's music. Me too. Me too. Me too. My first rap concert I ever went to was Future. Yeah, but he's yeah. such a bad, like, the older I get, he's at the age, you know, I'm at the age now that he was when his career really took off and I see the way that he was treating women and I'm like, wow, like you're a very low quality, low value guy and he gets away with it. Why? Because he has acquired a bunch of fame and wealth. But and a lot of these I, men, my bad boo, you can keep going. No, I'm just going to say that it's bad. It's bad to that we mm -hmm. idolize that. It's bad that this is what young people look up to because we, you know, per 
the image that this is what men should be. This is what's cool. This is what gets yeah. you money. This is what gets you girls. It's rapped about in all these rap songs and guys are like, yeah. But half no. of the time, these guys are insecure and they have no, they, they need therapy. They need mental help. Like a lot of this is stemming from deeper rooted issues that I think a lot of women just don't really see, seem to look at or the men. But like when these men are acting like that, it's stemming from somewhere deeper rooted than it is us. Like it oh, has nothing no. to really do with us, but it's more so on them. And that's what I've had to come to realize. Oh, it's definitely, definitely like childhood trauma that they've experienced growing up that's caused them to still be behaving this way and not holding themselves accountable. I just had to put my friend in check literally as of last night, this morning. And I had to kind of tell her like, you have been with somebody that is so bad for you for so long. And I've had my fair share of bad guys. And I feel as though, you know, it's good to stick by your friends when they're going through things, but it, it's just been a continuous pattern for three, four years. Like at the point I'm trying to level up and I have other girls and friends in my life who are doing better and they're on better things that I'm trying to, you know, be on as well. I can't keep rocking with you. And I think that a lot of times, you know, girls will settle for these low value guys, but you have to put your friends in check. And I think that if you can't even hold them accountable, how can you hold yourself accountable? What do y'all, what do y'all, what's y'all take on that? Always put your friends in check because sometimes you can be blinded by love. I sure have been blinded by love numerous mm -hmm. times. And I've let a man treat me a certain way that I know I don't want to be treated like because I loved him. And I was looking over all of those low quality traits that he had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's super important to check your friends. Um, and I won't even say check. I'll say be there for because sometimes being there for your friend is just being honest with them and letting them know your opinion. But also, like, draw the line and stay in your place, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, as early as ninth grade, I've had to cut friends off because it's yeah. like you can't call me at 3 a.m. crying over this dude two times a week. Like, I got class at 6. Like, I was in high right. school. My friend used to call me in the crack of the dawn. So I think it's important to draw boundaries with where you will tolerate your friend's toxic or, you know, unhealthy relationships with low-value men. But also mm -hmm. be there for them. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's just them. the fact that she's with a legit, like, not a physical abuser, but emotionally abusive. And it's like, you're calling me. You're disrupting my sleep. I have work the next day. I have to do things. I, I'm in school right now. Like, I can't keep setting so much a time to where you're saying one thing to me, but then you're doing things behind, not behind my back. Because, like, what she does for her business is her business. But you're, you're just pretty much not practicing what you're preaching. And it's honestly hindering not only you but our friendship and now I don't yeah. even know what to do no more. Like I just can't. It's been, yeah. it's been years, you guys. I years. think ladies need to hold themselves accountable because I've been there. I've, I've been there 110%. I mean, I've had friendships, relationships, potential other relationships, you know, family problems all stemming from one relationship where it's like, it just was like, I kept going through, it's like a dryer, just kept going through it and through it and through it and through it. And it's a lot easier said than done to get out of something when you feel like, a lot of girls, and to my girls who aren't in relationships, you know, you have to keep yourself throughout a relationship. The things that you like to do on your own, the plans you make with your friends, you know, you have to keep your own sense of individuality because once you conform to a man and especially a low value man at that, it can be really, really hard to break that habit and walk away when you really don't have much left of you. You don't even know who you are. Your whole life is devoted to this man. So maybe that's the situation that your friend is in, Maddie, you know, where it's hard to imagine where she might go without him. And yeah. if he's a low-quality man, he's probably gaslighting and manipulating her. Yeah. She probably feels like she can't get another man who's worth, you know, mm -hmm. she's not worth a guy that is much better. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the biggest struggles. I feel like I was in a relationship with this guy for two years, very low-value man. I definitely lost myself, didn't know who I was anymore. He was bringing me down 
and making me feel the way he felt on the inside. I feel like I was becoming a, not so much of a good person anymore. But ever since I've left that relationship and walked out, he I let, walked away from him. Like my life and who I am as a person has grown to be like something so beautiful. And I'm so happy and proud of myself for that. And I'm yes. proud of you. I'm proud of I'm proud of the both of you because I feel like you both have implemented so many great qualities in me. And I've had to let go of a lot of friends over the span of from January till now, almost September, to where I felt like I was just in a complacent place where they're at now. But like you all instill a lot of these high qualities in me to where I'm taking that and I'm I'm applying it to my life. Because y'all know at one point I was with a very low quality dude and you guys were like, uh-uh, this girl, this can't this can't keep going on. And I left and I have not went back. So I just want to thank you and I'm proud of you, Paige. I'm proud of you, Alana, for, you know, just sticking through, you know, some things that were probably hard for you at one point in time because it is hard to get out of those things. It definitely is. And I'm proud of anybody tuning in right now that is dealing with the same thing or even maybe this is your first day or maybe right now listening to us, you're deciding, you know what, I'm done. I relate to that. I resonate with that. And I'm not going to deal with that anymore. So we're proud of all of you. And yeah. Thank you, and I just want you guys to know that there's billions and billions of men on the planet. So do 7. not settle. 7.5 7. 7. 5 billion people on this planet. If you think that the guy that you're seeing who's making you cry every other day is the one for you, I got big news for you, sweetheart. There are other options out there for you. Just this is your life. So do things that make you happy. Be with people that make you feel like a, you want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. And don't, I think it's easy to, you know, get swindled up in the thought of romanticizing a man. And I feel like a lot of women do that. And I think that you have to be realistic. You have to take it for what it is. You cannot look at the, I don't want to say the potential of what could be, but yeah, the potential of what could be because that's something you know, I struggle with. That's like, I'm currently doing that now, Paige. Me too. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard, but you cannot. You have to be very present in your life in order for you to be happy because then you might think that this man is making you unhappy when really you're making yourself unhappy because your expectations are leading to disappointments. You yeah. should have expectations of what a high value man is and what a high value man brings to you. Um, is he, you know, considered of your time? Is he yeah. interested in things that you're interested in? Does he have a huge ego? Is well, he have a good relationship with his family? Does family. he prioritize work? Is he asking mm -hmm. you to deprioritize your work and the things that are important to you to spend more time with him? That's very low quality. Mm -hmm. But if this man is not doing that and you're interested in him, great. But don't start planning, you know, three kids in a house and a in a Tesla together when you only know the man for a month and a half. Yeah. I, I think for me right now, I am literally going to see a guy that I've been talking to for two months. <laughs> that sounds crazy. But I'm going to literally fly to see him and his family on next Saturday. And the best thing that I've done so far with this situation, prior hand to other things I've done in the past, is I just look at him as a friend. I think for me in the past, I create scenarios in my mind. I have like I'm like, maybe this, this could happen or, you know, we could have these many kids and we can live this place and we can have this hot type of house. But I think the healthiest thing you can do is just to meet people where they're at and really just see mm -hmm. where it goes. Because yeah. for me, yeah. past, I'm like, oh, this is my man. This is my boo. And he never was because that was only in my head. Like he may mm -hmm. have wanted me and he liked me, but I always had these higher expectations that he never one met up to. And for two, it only hurt me. And I was somewhere sitting in a corner crying, calling you two. I'm sad. And one thing I will say is actions speak louder than words. Be yeah. to lot to be logical. Look at how he treats you and if his words match up with his actions. That's gonna tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent.
Yeah. I always, I think words and I think pages like had to like kind of put me in check in the past is I'm very big on words of affirmation. Like words and like words of affirmation is like one of my love languages. And I have realized that half the things that the guys say to me that I like and that I would want a potential future with, they, they talk and, you know, give me lies and get fake dreams. And I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm just so sad that this didn't happen. But I had a guy friend once. I had a guy friend once say that he literally sells girls' dreams. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, I just basically tell them what they want to hear just to get what I want. I'm like, wow, you're horrible. I'm so conscious of that. Like, I'm so conscious of that. Like, I don't believe anything guys say to me. Honestly, I don't. Like, when they try and say all these great things, I just don't believe it. Dude, watch out for love bombing, too. What's that? Love bombing? I've had friends who have gone through that. Like, we were actually just talking about it recently. Um, love bombing is just basically a guy who shows you all of this love and affection and tells you everything that you want to hear. But then after the fact, he's gone. Mm. So if a man's like super like affectionate at the beginning, like saying, I love you. Like you're the one for me. We're going to get married. That might be a little bit of a red flag. So pay attention uh, to that too. Yeah. yeah. I, that has happened to me. I was talking to somebody who, um, you know, is, is an artist. He's, he's, you know, he's, sang rap whatever you want to call it more singer and he would just always like feed me these love bombs like say all these things to me and i honestly you guys like got so wrapped up into it like i would just ignore all the little red flags like i did the most for valentine's day like i visited him like multiple times and it was just so bad because i feel like i was i was banking on the dream he had sold me but it was never a reality and it still isn't you know i not to discredit him but like i'm doing way more in my career than he is and i feel as though like i just would never get to that place ever again of just believing what a man says because I feel like I can't. I feel like it's you gotta show me what you're about before you yeah. tell me what you're about. Let him prove himself to you first before you start doing this, this, and that for him. Like Maddie, you definitely could have withheld on the the gift buying and coming to see him until he really proved himself that he was worthy of you. I think yeah. that comes from an internal feeling of feeling like you don't deserve a high value man. I think a lot of ladies struggle with that. Yeah, I think you feel like you have to prove that you are worthy when you don't. It's a man that should have to prove that he's worthy of you and prove to you that he's actually high value. You know. Yes, it was all stemming from a lot of insecurities that I had, but I didn't realize that until I got out of that situation. It was kind of scary because it's like, whoa, how many girls out here are blinded? Like, I was. And now mm-hmm. that I want high quality and now that I have friends who want high quality that you guys have been able to, you know, like I said, instill those values in me, I would never, ever do that ever again. No one's getting a gift from me unless, one, I get a gift first. And you're like, not to sound like weird, but like, I just feel like you need to show me what you're about before I ever put the effort in because I'm the woman. And I think that yeah. women should be women should be getting what they deserve. And you need to guard your investments, your investments, meaning your time, your energy, your money, your emotions, your resources. You don't want to invest all that in a man who is very low value. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, things aren't always... It's going to run you dry. Yeah, yes, run you dry, runneth empty, your cup runneth empty, and then you have nothing to pour into yourself. You're Mm -hmm. so much better off, you know, investing all that time, energy, money, emotions resources into yourself because then you're a high value woman and you know you attract what you are and you you attract attract other high value men so you know here you a lot of women are investing in their outward appearance because society might make you feel like men need to have a certain level of financial security and women need to have a certain level of outward appearance and so you know then you're thinking oh well i appear as a high value woman i'm going to attract a high value man no because all you've done is spending yourself thin 
to all these different men, you know, one after the next, at the next, hoping that you can convince them that you're a high value woman, but they're not even a high value man. And they, and they, and they don't care and they yeah, don't exactly. care. And, and Paige, I will say I resonate with the whole empty feeling because I woke up one morning and I looked in the mirror and I looked like I was just like, I didn't even, I didn't feel like I was myself and I didn't look like I was myself. Like it was just bad. And I was like, well, like, who am I anymore? And it was a really scary feeling to look at. Me when I double text. Who am yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> True. Yo, I double texted for the first time this summer. Like, Oh ever my, my gosh. No freaking way. And it just, it's really like I succumb to being a low value woman. Clearly no. <laughs> I also think it's a good thing that I'm past that. I think your pride can also get in the way of a high value man because high value men don't chase women. So if you're no, looking to be chased, it's they not going to happen from a high value man. You know, you have to meet them where they are. And I don't want to say things should be 50 50 because I already told you I don't do 50 50. But things should be a real man's going to want to take care of you, period. Yes, it should be reciprocated. Sometimes you might need to ask them, hey, how's your day? Or hey, good morning. You know, yeah, I think you can't get so caught up in wanting a man to chase you because a high value man has high value women at his disposal more often than not. So, yeah, so just you should just you should. Yeah, reciprocate what you want. 100%. What is a high value man? What's a high value man? Um, I think we touched base on high value men, right? A lot. What do you think? Yeah. Um, well, I just, just to sum things up, you know, I think that a high value man is somebody that's reliable, you know, he's loyal to you. He has a good attitude. And I also like one that, you know, grooms himself well, takes care of himself. He communicates with you and actually hears you and just treats other people around him effectively. Right. Agree. Yeah. And I, you know what, I'm just going to hear I'm going to be here to say I'm manifesting high value men for both you, Alana and Paige and our listeners. And that's what we deserve. We deserve that. <laughs> yeah, so that's about it. I will finish off saying for me, if I had to um, give some characteristics of high value men, um, I love a man, like I said, who has emotional intelligence, a man who can commit. A man who can have good conversation, right? That's really important. Somebody who makes plans and actually follows through. Mm. Don't say you want to do something and then not do it. That's my pet peeve. Um, and then I guess, lastly, you said grooms. I think that's super important. And somebody who doesn't chase, somebody who attracts. I like a man who doesn't chase me because it means you're not out here chasing other girls either. Right. Um, and somebody who's clear on his intentions. Like, what do you want with me? You know? What do you want out of this? Um, what do you want out of me? And PDA is kind of important to me. It is, but it isn't. I don't like PDA, but I like somebody who's not hiding me. I like somebody who's right. proud to be seen with me. Somebody who's not making me feel like I'm on the back burner, you know, um, and who's driven and has goals, right? So I think all those things are super important. And you, not every guy's going to have everything, depending on how old they are. But I think it's super important to just make sure you have everything that you need. What areas of what we just listed are you lacking? Are you a high value woman? Because if not, you don't really. Gentlemen, if you're listening to this, what what category do you fall into? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, that was a great discussion, guys. We really touched base on a lot of different things. Does anyone have anything else to add? No, I think Paige wrapped it up. You wrapped it up and we summed it all up and. A nice package for everyone. Perfect. To Yay. Yes. Well, tune in next week, guys, at Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And in the meantime, cut that low value man off. Off. Snip. Go. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you next Bye. week. Bye.